Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 6.07 p.m., um, different than our normal start time of 6 p.m. Uh, here in Tucson, Arizona. It is a beautiful, cold, tr- chilly, brisk 60 or 52 degrees, um, pardon me, here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio and to all those listening on camp.arizona.edu as well as any of our podcasting platforms. I'm your host Brody Dryden here alongside my partner in crime, Eric Wong. Good evening, Wildcats. And Brody, what temperature did you say that was? It was 52. 52 degrees. Oh my goodness. It is 17 degrees. Way too cold. But I can't wait to dive into the show with you, Brody. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got the NFL Rams, Patriots coming up. We've got more NBA talk as the All-Star break approaches. And of course, we have some good old NBA basketball. So let's dive right in. Yep, let's dive right in. All right, so um, this this show might be a little bit more unorganized than uh, we're used to. If I if off the cuff, so off the off the cuff. That's the, a good word to use it. If we can preface this uh, show with anything, one announcement I like to make: we uh, our show officially has a Twitter account. So if anyone out there wants to uh, follow it, um, that would be awesome. We we only have seven followers right now, and we know we have a ton more listeners yeah. than seven followers. All right, so if you want to follow us, keep up to date, or at least not even listeners, just friends. Yeah. I we have more more than seven friends yeah, combined. Anybody. We do need to do a little bit more marketing on our part, yeah. um, but uh, hopefully we'll get that number up. But if you want to follow us at Brody and Eric with a K on Twitter, that's a Brody B R O D Y and Eric with a K. Oh, I thought it was Brody with a K. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Yeah, follow us on there. If anybody wants to call in during this show, uh, that would be much appreciated. We'll answer your questions. Hopefully, we'll be able to hear you. 520-621-5806 is the number. We're having a little bit of technical issues in the in the studio um, as of right now, if you haven't noticed already. Um, but we will uh, we will go on regardless. We will we'll, we we'll push know, forward. We push forward. All right. So. Um, uh, Eric, how about you start us off? Well, something burning on your mind, or I guess um, burning on my mind, yeah. Brody, right now. Oh, so much burning on my mind. Uh, first of all, I want to say congratulations to the Rams upsetting the New Orleans Saints. You know, everyone was making a big hullabaloo about the Saints <laughs> being at home. Drew Brees undefeated. He was able to go all the way back to a Super Bowl, um, and you know, we were hoping that was the case. Unfortunately, something with Jared Goff and. Greg the Leg Zerline. He is truly the hero for this day. He killed it, hitting a 57-yard game-winning field goal. That is ridiculous. It really is. That that was um absolutely ridiculous. And I just realized our theme song was playing this entire time, Eric. <laughs> that is part of the technical difficulties we are. Dealing is it still with. playing? No, I oh, just okay, turned. I was I about just, to curse. Yeah, no, I just. So uh, no one has heard anything we've said so far. They they might have heard it. It was just very accented by that uh, that's not the correct word but it was just heavily oh should uh, we log uh, that in radioactivity <laughs> <laughs> radioactivity we're we are the um cap or what is the um term like the original station for radioactivity like wow uh, uh flagship we're the flagship wow. flagship radio station so we can't call it radioactivity we love radioactivity putting the faith i in don't in radio but i'd like to apologize right now if music was um going over the airwaves um, didn't mean for that to happen. We're, we we literally cannot hear ourselves or what is going on yeah. over the radio. But we will go on. Like we said, we will go on. We will not spend this entire hour uh, whining about it. Hopefully, 
It, it appears that we're, we're on air. Actually, Eric, how about you I'll go on a little it, tangent yeah. and I'll go... No, no, no. How about you stay here, go on a tangent, I'll go see Okay, what's, well, what's folks, happening. let's talk about, uh, you know, what's going on in the world right now. Uh, government shutdown, that's still happening. What do you think about that? Call in, let us know. That's kind of crazy. I really need to go on a hike in a national park, but... I can't because, you know, government shut down, parks are closed, bears are running wild. It's kind of ridiculous. What else is happening in the news? Um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, Wolfgang Puck right. serving for the Oscars. That's going to be exciting. Wolfgang Serves Puck, did you say? Yeah, Wolfgang Puck. He's, he's serving the, the food for the Oscars at the after party. It's going to be quite delicious. I'm, I'm sure that will be delicious. He makes great soups in uh, the grocery stores. Um, so we are on, uh, we are on air. So oh. I don't know what's happening in here, but we just can't hear ourselves. But uh, yeah. that, that's the beauty of student radio. That, that it's shit? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. I apologize. Two oh, weeks no. in a row. Oh, oh my I meant, We're I meant, literally going to get flagged by FCC. <laughs> Oh my FCC, freshman class <laughs> council. See <laughs> Pharrell, no, Cubbies yeah, Live. Uh, Congratulations to the Cubbies who got to go to Disneyland. What a great time. What a good time. Shout out to Joseph Montoya as well. Uh, what a trip. What a trip. Shout out to Joseph Montoya. I do Montoya. apologize, though, folks, for that vulgarity. It will not happen again. It better, it better <laughs> not, or else we're going to get kicked off, um, kicked off air. All right, so. Um, oh, baby. So we got two. Uh, I, I, your words on the government shutdown were quite. Um, Riveting. But yeah, I think I'm, it's time to move on to Arizona basketball. Oh, finally, right. that is also no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arizona basketball. We got the LA trip uh, coming up. USC and UCLA. I, I, I don't have the LA trip. I have the LA trip. I, I like to uh, uh, announce everyone. I'm so sorry, Eric. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, um, not not to uh, not, not in a bright sense, but if you guys would like to uh, tune in, Camp Radio uh, will be covering the Arizona uh, men's basketball games against UCLA and USC this upcoming weekend. So if you want to tune in, uh, tune in. Uh, it's eight o'clock against USC on or UCLA on Saturday, excuse me, and then this Thursday it'll be seven p.m. Um, against USC. So make sure to uh, tune in uh, to that. It'll be a great time here on fifteen seventy a.m. or wherever your um, Wherever you're listening, but so first game of the uh, the trip USC Eric U- USC I know had some you know somewhat high expectations. They've yeah. also been caught in scandal. You know the same. I time. feel like it's a rotation with USC. I yeah. mean, it's always happening. But yeah, they had uh, a, a couple potential NBA draft prospects kind of. Uh, underwhelming performing. I think that can be a win. I think Arizona can go into the L.A. schools and come out victorious with two wins. UCLA after firing um, Alfred, mm-hmm. just the worst, right? Alfred, yeah. Yes. Uh, he's the worst. I hate him. Yes. He's good. his son. Yeah, and Terrible his son. son. Awful. But um, I think it's a very winnable game, you know, and I think Arizona's going to do great. Um, and, yeah, what do you think about, bro? Are you excited for that that trip up to California? Yes, I'm very excited. I think it'll it'll be a great time um, for the USC game. I, it'll be uh, me and Zach Lazarus on the, uh, on the call there. Or, actually, no, that'll be me and Alec White. Um, Alec White will be on play-by-play. I will be on color. And then the UCLA game, I'll be on play-by-play. And Zach Lazarus will be on color. It'll be a great time, great uh, programming there for Camp Radio. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll see what happens with a, a lo- potential Los Angeles uh, Lakers game. But uh, what the, as far as outcomes go of this weekend, um, I'd say despite the disappointing loss at home against Oregon, Oregon did slip off once they lost um, Bull Bull. 
They uh, they really slipped off um, as a team had very high expectations going this season. We still lost to them um, at home because you know the Wildcats are not um, who we all thought. I, I do you know any updates on Chase Jeter? I do not. Okay. It was uh, I was there at that game at or the Oregon State right there in the student section. It happened right in front of my very eyes. Mm-hmm. And what's so scary is he didn't he fell down with a locked arm. Yes. So we're uh, you know speculating maybe some. Uh, Damaged with his tendons. I am not a physio major, folks. Yes. <laughs> I am bull crap in this all yeah. over the place, but yeah. maybe a dislocated shoulder. Mm-hmm. So hopefully not a season-ending injury because yeah. after that, you know, Ryan Luther and Ira Lee are going to have to turn into like a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger and like yeah. transform to provide anything of a low post presence. But yeah. hopefully Chase Jeter can come back. It's sort of like we bag on Chase so much, but you never really know what you have until yeah. it's gone. Exactly, exactly. Because Chase Jeter is if we want to consider him a center then he is the only center really a true center at least on the on the team uh, USC's getting the 51.2% that is chance, garbage chance to win um it might make a little sense because you know it, it's at home um USC they are 10 and 8 right now 3 and 2 uh conference record and I, you know Chase Jeter's back injury i i think you know, Sean Miller did say it wasn't supposed to be too serious directly after the game. Obviously, uh, Sean Miller is not a physio major either, yeah. so um, we don't know uh, the full details yet. The press conference is tomorrow um, previewing these two matchups, so I'm sure he'll have something uh, to say uh, then. But I'd say, yeah, Chase Jeter would actually be a, a really big, um, you know, he, he, he'd be the you know, essential part of um, Arizona's team if we do get this win because USC actually does um, have some size down there. Um, Whoa, what are you talking about USC's size down there? (laughs) (laughs) Calm down. I'm so sorry. Jerry Sandusky uh, over here. Another slip-up. we got to keep this FCC clean. Uh, But Boatwright and and Rakicevic um, of USC are really holding down with the rebounds and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, very interesting uh, game That'll, you know, come up. Be there. an interesting game. A very interesting game. And then UCLA. Go UCLA to gets the 52.8% uh, chance. But ESPN, winning. we all know, they like to finagle with us. They do like to finagle with us. And I, I think us. either way, it'll be good games, yep. but I think we'll go in and get both wins. Yep. I um, I couldn't agree more. I And I hope we do. Uh, so, Eric... Moving on from Arizona. Well, I do want to touch okay. on one last thing. Okay. Our beloved uh, assistant coach, Book Richardson, yes. pled guilty today to all counts of perjury and uh, like illegal recruiting, yeah. facing probably about uh, a year and a half to two years in prison, which is unfortunate. And, you know, who knows? We might never get a straight answer. Sean Miller's wife might never get a straight answer. <laughs> but until his dying day on his deathbed, who knows what? But mm-hmm. either Sean Miller is guilty and we let an guilty man walk free mm-hmm. or he was innocent and justice was served correctly so you know uh, no matter how you look at it sorry book but thanks for taking one for the team yep th- yeah thank you book i think he's max of uh 28 months in prison i thought it was 24 okay something like you know in the 20s of yeah. months in prison so um but you know I, I don't think it'll be like you know a maximum security i think it might be yeah. one of those cushier prisons yeah and he's a he's a basketball coach so i'm sure you know i don't know do they still do um good behavior and I stuff think or is so, that like yeah. a thing that mobsters had i honestly movies? don't know but i okay. could see that too it's like he's not going to be causing a ruckus yeah exactly <laughs> while well, watching book richardson like, stabs five yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see um We'll see about that. All right. Any more U of A uh, basketball you'd like to touch up on? I, I don't believe so. Okay, then. 
Um, well, we can move on. Uh, like you were mentioning before, the NFL uh, playoffs um, have been in full swing for a while. We had uh, the respective conference championships uh, this past week. The Patriots um, advanced against the uh, Chiefs, which was a you know a big uh, both games. Um, they were both great games. Both great games. Both went into overtime. Mm-hmm. And um, before we start analyzing these games themselves, Eric, a big conversation that's been happening online um, and everywhere is now should the NFL change their overtime pla- uh, format because it's obviously caused some controversy um, this year it's caused controversy in the past it's sometimes depending on the team it's just are you lucky enough to win you yeah. know or do you, if you win the coin flip you get the ball you score a touchdown you know you're never putting the ball in the other offense's hands and you know is that really fair so Eric I want to hear your uh, thoughts on this one yeah um I I do have some qualms with the <laughs> NFL uh Overtime rule. I don't like. I don't like the people who say they should implement the college either, because mm-hmm. you give Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, any pro offense a ball at the thirty yard line. Mm-hmm. Of course, someone's going to score. So I don't believe that's the answer either. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think this whole first one to score a touchdown uh, wins. If you you know if you get the ball immediately and score a touchdown, you win the game. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, and I thought they made strides when they said, because remember, it used to be just a field goal. Mm-hmm. If you just scored a field goal, and that made it really yeah. bad. Um, yeah. But I do think it should be, even if you do score a touchdown where they get a chance, yes. they still get the ball back. And I think that solves a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. So even if the defense does crumble, mm-hmm. and it's sort of a back-and-forth scenario. So I similarly to, I guess I it really would be, in my opinion, the same as college football, mm-hmm. where they get the ball regardless, mm-hmm. but instead of being at the 30, they still have to kick it and drive yes. the lane of the field. Yes, I, I uh, agree with you more. I'm glad you said all that, Eric, because um, I, I couldn't agree more. It's it, it's just a shame. You couldn't agree more? I could not. You could not agree I, a little I, bit more? I I, I th- maybe I could. Maybe just a smidge. Just a half an inch. <laughs> a little bit more, I, I could agree. Um, but I, I think, you know, Mahomes obviously doesn't have as much... Uh, playoff experience as Brady um, and you know not giving him the ball in overtime is just kind of yeah and only you know you just get that's like a cheat code like oh yeah. you get the offense with Tom Brady against the Chiefs yeah. um, in overtime and if you score you win yeah. you know it's of like, course Tom Brady's going to score yeah you I think it would have been um a lot more fun to give uh, Mahomes the chance so I'm I, yeah that's where college football uh, you know I, I don't think there is going to be a perfect way that's going to satisfy yeah. everyone but then once you um, you know, play it a, a long enough time, then, you know, people will grow and, like, learn to just, like, live with it. You know, honestly, kind of like the kickoff. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. talking about the kickoff has been this way for, like, 100 years. Yeah, and eliminating the, yeah. yeah, the way that football is played, just eliminating that where it's been such, you know, such a part of the game, but now people are realizing it's dumb. Um, yeah, because, like, really, do you really care about, you know, for all the things that if you get that one fantastic run back, okay, Sure, but I don't know. I don't think it's the end of the world there, but um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I do believe, though, we need to touch on how this very easily could have been Saints-Patriots or Saints-Chiefs. Yes. How it very easily could have been Saints-Chiefs. Let's talk about that controversial non-pass interference call in the Rams-Chief game. Just to give you a little bit of insight, for those of you who know, it was the fourth quarter. The game was tied. The Rams were driving. Um, and they were down at about the 40-yard line, 35, 40-yard line. Jared Goff, um, and no, sorry, Drew Brees throws a pass to a receiver, and it was blatant pass interference. The defensive back comes in, hits him, doesn't turn around the ball, 
borderline helmet to helmet also. Mm-hmm. So just a whole multitude of flags could have been thrown. Mm-hmm. And the penalty occurs, for those you know, in the NFL, it's a spot foul. So the penalty occurred around, you know, the 30-yard line, well within an NFL kicker's range. It would have given them the first down, and uh, they could have kneeled the ball to down twice and then kicked a field goal, presumably winning it because they have a great kicker and it's literally point-blank range. Mm-hmm. But that call isn't called. The Rams are able to get a stop, mm-hmm. and they end up winning it in overtime. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Brody? What can be done? How bad is this? Is this a bad look for the NFL? What? Just your general thoughts. You know, um, hot take right here. Hot take. This is a great look for the NFL. Oh my goodness, that is a hot take. <laughs> that is a that is a third degree burn take. That is I I that take is so hot I need a skin grab. <laughs> you know why this is a, a good thing for the NFL? Is it, this is causing drama? It all is. Right? And you know why the NBA is growing so fast? Because there's a whole lot of. Biatches. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that either. <laughs> okay, whatever. But honestly, drama, obviously I think with the NBA, drama is kind of more like off the court, mm. um, more like you know, locker room type stuff, you know, like the KD, um, Draymond stuff, Rajon Rondo. It's, you know, like talk, not actual function of the game yeah, drama. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think the NFL, I think this is good. You know, a lot of people are talking about it. And, and if this was just, you know, a normal play obviously it's the um um afc nfc championship Mm -hmm. game Uh, so uh people would be talking about it regardless but this is drawing a lot of attention from a lot of different people and i i think you know the nfl has you know seen a little bit of decline Uh in in recent years and viewership rating stuff like that so i'd say something like this you know it makes it you know it's like the tuck rule um with tom brady or something like everyone was like for like ever and still today, people are like, "Oh my goodness, the tuck rule!" Yeah, or there wasn't a catch, the Des Bryant. Yeah, the yeah. Des Bryant. These things last for for years, and yeah. you know, when you talk about that, that means you're talking about the NFL, and more eyes are on the NFL. Um, so there's not much a solution to be had. I don't think it was necessarily on purpose or anything. Yeah, you know, people were saying, "Oh, like oh, they were out for the Saints." There's a lot, like not much of a reason. I don't think that they'd. Um, the NFL or the the officials would be like out, um, you know, for for anyone in particular. But Michael Thomas, um, you know, the Saints receiver, mm-hmm. uh, said he tweeted after the game, um, Rule Seventeen, Section Two, Article Three, and then added the NFL with a broken heart. Oh, dang, this tweet. boy went to the rule book. He went to the rule book, and um, on that rule, I'll, I'll paraphrase for you guys. It basically says the commissioner can. Um, reverse a game like the rest of it if, if a call oh. was so bad or there was something that happened they can go back to the time it, it basically said like they can go back to that play give them the penalty and restart the game like that is a possibility not anymore but it could have been no it can't oh still, still? they could That's replay the, thing, like, the commissioner could call for the game to be rescheduled oh from that and point only on. have a minute and 30 yeah, some left from that them. point on Oh. And, and so that that's what um, that, that that would yeah, be makes, unprecedented. Exactly, it's unprecedented, but it's in the rule book. So that's what he's saying. And um, is there uh, is there serious consideration later, for this? I don't think you know. It's just because he's the Saints receiver that yeah. people are making a big deal about it. I don't. I don't think Roger Goodell or anyone. Why is I'm, this rule in the? Rule I know book? it's 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 bizarre, but you know it kind of makes sense. I don't think it's it was intended to use for something like this. Yeah. But if there was just you know something so. Um, you know, like a ref got paid off that they found yeah, out like right after true. the game, you know, then they're like, okay, we just really, for the sake of history, for the sake of the game, yeah. we need to, you know, I think this was meant for a little bit more drastic circumstances yeah. than just like a really bad call. Because there have been many times when refs have 
alter the game, yeah. you know, if they did that for every, because it's almost like, well, then if you did it for that, why don't yeah. we go back 10 years exactly. when Des Bryant, you know, and maybe Des Bryant has a ring, you know. That's so exactly, that, that, that's the thing. So I don't think it will actually be used. I don't think it's really serious consideration because, you know, it is um, a, a great thing to have the human aspect of, of yeah. the game being the, the referees and, um, you know, like I said, I think this is still a positive move. That would draw a lot of attention, though, if they enact that rule. Yeah. And that, would, that would be, like, a huge controversy. I bet the ratings for that game oh, that they re-air. Just for be, a minute and a half would yeah, be ridiculous. Oh, oh, absolutely crazy. Um, and then a couple tweets later, uh, he tweeted, um, hey, Roger, pick up the phone. Oh, dang. So it's on, like, uh, yeah, he's got trying to start some beat, but I'm sure Roger Goodell um, is not having what? any of it. So now we are uh, sitting here with the Rams and the Patriots um, as the uh, Super Bowl uh, match-off, matchup. Eric, obviously, Tom Brady experienced uh, his eighth uh, Super Bowl in his career. Ninth, I believe. Ninth. Because, yeah, he's won five. Won five, okay. Lost, lost to the Giants twice, lost to the Seahawks once. Okay. Lost to the Eagles. Oh, so this is his 10th Super Bowl? Maybe. I, I, I swore I saw eight, or maybe. Well, because, okay, let's count up his losses. He's lost once to the Seahawks. Yes, twice right. to the Giants. Twice to the Giants. Once to the Eagles. No, they, they beat the Seahawks. Oh, wait, yes. Oh, He's sorry. You're, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, actually, yeah. So, nine. This would be uh, his ninth Or did Super they Bowl. lose to the Seahawks that one year when no, the Seahawks won? No, that was, they'd be Peyton Manning when the Seahawks yes, won. Yes, okay. So, yeah. All right, so. Yeah, and then, okay, that's right. So, he's lost to the Giants twice, the Eagles once. Okay, so three three uh, losses. So, the, I, I do believe this would be his ninth Super Bowl because he's won five. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with nine um, if that's fake news. Call in and uh, Let tell us, us know, at 520 yeah. is the number if you want to call here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio. Um, we'd really appreciate your call, even if it's not about NFL, not about anything at all. We would love to hear from you. Um, so call in. But, yeah, Tom Brady against the uh, d- the new era with uh, led by Sean McVay and Jared Goff um, of the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, it was funny. It's, it's just funny to me to see Los Angeles um, actually, like, embracing this team after, you know, they, uh, uh, the Chargers got it a lot worse yeah. than the Rams. But, you know, I don't. Los Angeles was not very welcoming. As a fan base to either of these teams, and now they make well, it they the were. Super I thought Bowl. they were pretty welcoming to the Rams. I yeah, they they. But were. then when they got the Chargers, no one was really about it, the it, Chargers. Yes, exactly. But um, um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what. What are your thoughts on this game? Give us uh, some hot takes, some predictions. Well, there. some predictions is this isn't really a hot take, but it's a take <laughs> that I have to make nonetheless. It's just a reasonable sports fan. Yes. Tom Brady will win his sixth Super Bowl. Okay. As much as I hate to say it. And I hated this. I thought maybe Tom Brady is finally hitting father time. Maybe the Patriots don't have enough. Maybe Gronk and Edelman aren't playing. Maybe the locker room is falling apart. Dang it! Of course they're not. Of course it's still Tom Brady. They come in. They blew out the the divisional round mm-hmm. when they played against the... I forgot who they played in the divisional round before the Chiefs game. Um, The Chargers? No. Really? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Okay. They smacked the Chargers, mm-hmm. killed them. And although it could be said that maybe Mahomes should have gotten the ball, you know, but like Brady's going to be Brady and yeah. it's so hard to argue with him. Tom Brady could be a six seed, mm-hmm. but if he gets in the playoffs, I'm not out. Like, that's the thing. In my lifetime, I bet in my 20 years of life, 
it's almost been 50% filled with Tom Brady getting the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I've almost seen the page. Like, if that's not a dynasty of all dynasties, yeah. and I don't even think it should be a question anymore, Tom Brady is the GOAT. He is yeah. the greatest of all time. And, I don't think it's a question. And just to confirm uh, the numbers here, I, I pulled it up. Eight appearances and five Super Bowls. And so he's going to – and this so this is his ninth. Yes. Yeah. So could you imagine going six for nine? What a legend. He should retire. If he goes six for nine in Super Bowls, he should stop. Yeah, he, that's that's when you call it quits. Yeah, uh, for sure. But that's amazing. So yeah. Tom Brady got to give it up to you, and I just think, Bell. I think McVay is going to get out coached. I yeah. really do. I think maybe even the Rams have a little more talent, but I would never bet against mm-hmm. Brady and Belichick. Yeah, I just can't do it. This is this is like fire and ice right here. This it is really like is. these are polar opposites. Where you know Belichick. You know, he plays a pretty safe, although he's obviously one of the most inventive coaches in NFL history, if not the most. Sean McVay, just the the young buck coming into to the Super Bowl, he takes too many risks. And he I, does. And I think, um, you know, it can be a close game, but he's gonna. There's gonna be something that McVay does that um, it's gonna be his call that mm-hmm. that does that ruins it for for the Rams. That's what I say. If it's not, um, you know, too too far. But I'm excited to see. How Goff does be he's obviously um, shown that he can stay under pressure throughout um, the playoffs as a young quarterback in big games. Um, obviously, when they played uh, the Chiefs in that uh, Monday night game, uh-huh. uh, big game for him. So I, I'm excited to see what Goff can do. I really hope he doesn't slip up, actually get nervous and choke because I, I think he'll. Um, you know, we we need to watch out. You know, Tom Brady's got the experience, but uh, don't count the the Rams too far out. Yeah, I agree. And, like, you know, there's still a great team they still made to the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. now let me ask you this, though. If Tom Brady loses somehow and goes 5 for 10, mm-hmm. does that hurt his GOAT status a little bit? Um, It does, yeah. I mean, really? I, 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 it hurts the status for the next guy coming up. It doesn't – I don't think it um, – But does it make Tom Brady not the GOAT anymore? No. Yeah, no. Because just getting to 10 Super Bowls? Yeah. That, but or there, to 9 Super Bowls? All, sorry. All I'm saying is um, – there ought to be somebody coming up that, you know, he's going to want to pad his stats a little more to stay in that GOAT position yeah, rather but than— but I don't think anyone will—like, I know people say that about the GOAT whenever, like— and yeah. Joe Montana, granted, granted, has been the GOAT for, what, almost 30 years? Yeah. But I just can't realistically see someone making it to nine Super Bowls. Yeah. Right? And winning five. Yeah. I just think he might be cemented. And that's kind of awesome, though, is, like, I feel like for us especially, it's like you've, we've heard all the back in the day, oh, I saw Jordan play. I mm-hmm. saw – but, like, now we can we legitimately – Exactly. We, we can legitimately Kobe. tell our LeBron. kids yeah. that we saw the greatest football player of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, chop it up. So, you know, my, that's my prediction. Patriots, I think it will be a good game, but I still think the Patriots win. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. It, it's going to be, um, if it goes towards the Rams, good good on them. Don't count the Patriots out for next year. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously. You, you the day, and even when Tom Brady's retired, I still wouldn't count it out. Yeah. Because I could see him being out for a year, resting, and then coming back. Because every time Garoppolo went in, that's why you know, people say Tom Brady is a system quarterback. Yeah. You know, Garoppolo goes in, and they're basically just as dominant. Obviously, had some growing pains mm-hmm. um, and stuff. and. Uh, but yeah, we'll see who they can throw yeah. in there. Who cares if Tom Brady's a system quarterback if he's if the system is producing nine Super Bowl yeah. appearances and five wins? Exactly. But the, then the the only thing there is, do you give the credit to Brady or do you give it to Belichick? If you can throw any, literally, I give it to Kraft. 
for anyway. assembling the team. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, De- definitely Kraft too. I, I agree with you there. Kraft is has one of the best personalities. He's I don't a know, nice guy. Yeah, he, he's from nice. what I've he, seen on it. Yeah, he's funny. He he gets lit with the team and he stuff. Does. He, he's a he's, he was he's on funny. Complex for oh, really yeah was sneaker, like sneaker shopping. shopping. Yeah, great like, show. Sneaker yeah, it shopping. is really good. I don't like the host of it, but. Oh yeah, they get uh, good. Joe LaPuma. Yeah, something like something, that. Joe, yeah, it, it's well, like a it's like a knockoff Ronnie Two K. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of knockoffs, we have a uh, introduced a new segment on our show that it's knock a blatant knockoff of uh, Barstool Sports' One Bite um, reviews that uh, their the the president Dave Portnoy does on YouTube. Uh, this is Brody and Eric's fantastic food review. Um, last week we did a, we, this is yeah the segment we basically just eat uh, you know th- throw a little oddball segment in here on Brody and Eric Super Sports um, show a little oddball segment last week we did egg salad um, you scored it a four point five yes I scored it a four point nine it was the um, but then I changed it to a five remember that? yeah but you can't change it. okay that, that, that's a rule you I want an asterisk on that though okay well you're not getting <laughs> so that was the egg salad from the U March right outside yeah. our, our studio here uh, this is something not quite widely available on U of A campus actually not at all uh, but it's what we got for free today yeah. so we're we at brought- the first day of rush for Delta Sigma Pi professional business for the number one chapter in the nation y'all should come out and rush if you're a business major yeah if, there, if there's any business majors out there here at the University of Arizona, um, Rush, uh, Delta Sigma Pi. It's a great time. It's not too late. You, you missed the first day. Kind of a big day. Um, but still come out. Uh, look us up on Instagram or uh, whatever to uh, get the information on that. But nonetheless, we will go on with uh, the review of this Costco pizza. Cheese. Cheese. Plain plain cheese slice, the, the golden slice. Um, and we will so, give our review. Initial impression. No, hold on. St- oh, okay. Uh, oh. We go, well, first we got to cheers it, number one. But first oh. of all, let's do an, some initial impressions. That's the first thing whenever you see food. I'm sorry. I got, I got, I, I yeah. dove right in. So, folks, it's not fresh. It's cold. The cheese is solidified. Um, we don't have any leoparding on the bottom, which is a telltale sign of a good oven-fired pizza. What the heck is leoparding? It's when it gets a little black and brown on the mm. bottom. like, And so it's like a very – but I will say it's got a very buttery look and texture and a very soft, spongy mm. feel. It has a lot of dots on the it bottom. It does. It is. That's from the pan. That's not oh, anything okay. special. Oh. Um, the cheese is a low-quality mozzarella, but it does melt nicely, although, mm. again, this is cold. The sauce, I do see, is very good. Mm-hmm. And you do have some good brownage and caramelization on the cheese. Mm-hmm. So, again, being cold, let's dive right on. Oh, what do you smell, Brody? What are you smelling? I smell ice cream, Eric. Okay, well, you are, uh, might be under the <laughs> influence. <laughs> do you not smell that ice cream? Sense of, like, no, vanilla? I, I don't. Like, it smells like... Um, I smell tomato. It's like, you know when you get uh, vanilla ice cream from, like, the dollar store or something? Oh, hot take right now, um, guys. Cheap vanilla ice cream is the best vanilla yes, ice cream. Yes, that's, that's so true. If you try too hard to make it vanilla, it just tastes like nothing. Exactly. But you just got to have that corny. That generic. Generic. Chemical. Yeah, chemical. A McDonald's cone for 75 cents. Exactly. Oh. That type of stuff is what you got to die for in vanilla, right. but not. Uh, yeah. that. But that's what I smell. Yeah, well, I do not. I smell the tomatoes, a little bit of that cheese. And I will say, though, one thing about Costco pizza, it is the best pizza to reheat, mm. in my opinion. Hot take. That is a hot take. But here we go. We'll dive in or I'll dive in. I'm on my second bite. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's cheers. Oh, let's dink it and sink it. All right. Um, I'm – see, I'm I'm not a snob like like Eric. I'm a snob. Eric's the snob. I think this is great pizza. 
and I I don't have very high standards. I think pizza. for what it is, it's very good. I think it's better than Little Caesars. Oh yeah, Little Caesars is the most butt cheeks pizza yeah. I've ever tasted. Like in my life. when it comes to like fast food pizza chains, and I would put Costco. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, uh, Domino's is one. Pizza Hut is two. This is three. Papa John's four, okay. and Little Caesars five. Okay. I'm going for a second bite, and I'm on a diet. I'm still going for a second bite. Yeah, and I'll, I'll eat whatever you don't eat because I, I am not on a diet, folks. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say Domino's is number one. I I just I like Papa John's. People really have been hating on Papa John's. I never get it. I honestly like because, you know, when Domino's is available, which it always is, um, I'd rather have that. Um, but I, I'd say Papa John's is pretty good. But this is under that. You under know, Papa John's? Yeah, this is a very, like, cafeteria style. Like, no, this is way better. I think this is good because the sauce has a little more body. It's more complex than Papa John's is just like a sugar sauce. I don't know about the structure though. I, I will say I can't fold it, and that's uh, yeah. a big thing for me. That's the thing. It's like it's not. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, we we might be going a little too much on the food. <laughs> you know, uh, Eric, do you want to give us a score? Hmm. Visually, it's not a great looking pizza, mm-hmm. but it's that it's that pizza mm-hmm. that. You never see. You always overlook. In the eighties, mm-hmm. this would be the chick in the eighties movie mm-hmm. that blossoms by the end of the year party. <laughs> That's what Costco pizza is. So mm-hmm. presentation not great. Um, again, cold mm-hmm. flavor, solid. Overall, after you know, it's hard to compare egg salad to pizza. Mm-hmm. But I would give this a sol- It's it's a solid seven point five. It's average. Wow. It's mm-hmm. exactly where I, what I want. It's it doesn't blow me away, but I'm never disappointed. It's exactly average. Seven point five. Interesting. Yes. Because, you know, we're two different people. We have two different score sets. Yeah, I'm refined. You're a savage. My palate is complex and diversified. You eat white people crap. Whoa, whoa. Um, but that is very true. <laughs> um, but I'd still say I'd put this under 7.5. Really? Yeah. But because just my personal, like, what I'm expecting, or no, because we're not going to get, like, great food. We could, uh, on though. The, on this show. Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll, That's the thing. I'm, I want to, like, you know, look very far into I'll the future. A, I'll bring in a fresh bowl of ramen into this show. Okay. See, I would, just to, because I, I think I'm going to put it below 7.5. I'm going to give it a 7.4. Okay, so, yeah, like, basically yeah, the same. Yeah, basically the same, but still below. Great pizza, would eat it, would never turn it down. I know. If someone brought a Costco pizza to a party, I would not say, oh, God, how could you do that? Exactly. So, you know, great um, great pizza just for the average. Um, it's pretty uh, cheap, too. I think it's yeah. like a whole pie is like 12 bucks. Oh, yeah. It's not Easy. that bad, yeah. You could feed four people, and they're thick. They're thick boys. They're not yeah. like. A whole pie at Domino's is eight bucks, though. So Yeah, but they're a little bit smaller, I think. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, so enough with that food review. Thank you for uh, listening to Brody and Eric's fantastic food review. Um, next week we'll have some other uh, delicacy um, to talk about. Oh, now I'm I like heartburn or something. From pizza? I don't know. I, or it's, something's happening. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, do you want to talk about NBA next, Eric? Let's get down on this NBA. Big news as a Warriors fan, DeMarcus Cousins, Boogie, the big unit. That's not his name. That's Randy Johnson. But... He is back, so now the Warriors are sporting a starting lineup of Stephen Curry at the one, Klay Thompson at the two, Kevin Durant at the three, Draymond Green at the four, and DeMarcus Cousins at the five. Those are perennial all-stars. Mm-hmm. So they're literally starting a team with five all-stars. Um, and what Boogie brings, and people are like, oh, DeMarcus Cousins is joining the Warriors just to 
you know, um, get a ring. You know, yep. he need the he war- He needs the Warriors more than they need him. Yep. I'll tell you what. After watching I that agree. first game, let me silence the doubters. People have started figuring out the Warriors. They've started figuring out a little bit, a little bit, making it difficult. Houston got real close last year. DeMarcus Cousins throws a wrench right into that plan. Mm. The one thing from whether it be Andrew Bogut, um, Kevon Looney, uh, who's the guy who's always on Shaq and a Fool is on the Lakers now. I JaVale can't. McGee. JaVale McGee. No, he's on the Lakers. Yeah, that's what I said. But he was on the Warriors oh, yeah. and won a couple championships. Like. They've always had a, a passable center, but one that could never get their own offense, one that needed to be set up, and one that was just good defenders. Yeah. Now they have a legitimate all-star, borderline superstar, top three center in the league, uh-huh. in Boogie Cousins, where if, say the Warriors are just legitimately shooting like crap, which we have seen rare, but it does happen, and they've mm-hmm. lost games that way. Mm-hmm. Who cares now? If none of one's shooting good... Dump it down to DeMarcus Cousins, top three mm-hmm. center. He's going to give you a bucket, mm-hmm. right? So it throws this whole wrench. Now I legitimately think offensively the Warriors are unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately. I yeah. can't I can't think of anything they could add. They Shooting, are. inside presence, passing, like deep. And I will say DeMarcus Cousins, you know, not notorious. He's a good defender, not great. I would say, you know, Andrew Bogut was a better defender. But, you know, I think what you lose a, just a little bit in defense is so much made up for an offense. What would you say? Yeah, I I totally agree with you, and and that's exactly why. If the Warriors win a ring this year, it's not even legitimate because because stop being a hater. No, I, I'm not being a hater. I'm just being real with you. Because no, what do you mean it's not legitimate? They're still putting in the work, grinding. Okay, the, all right, I'll let you finish, but I'm I'm heated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish, but the thing is, whoever in the Warriors front office masterminded all this is a genius. And they deserve all the credit well, for Well, I it. don't think they matter. Because Boogie Cousins was completely... Yeah. That's the rest of the NBA's fault for not paying the guy. Oh, the Warriors didn't... No, that's, they didn't pay him because that's no one else was offering him anything what he was worth because of that injury, which is fair. Mm-hmm. But when he was like, well, screw it. If no one's going to pay me anything, even the Pelicans, who legitimately looked really good with him and AD together, were mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're not going to pay you. We don't have that faith. He was like, screw it. I'll take the vet minimum. Let me go win a ring with the Warriors. And he's using this to show that he's still a viable center. Yeah. So that's the NBA's fault for not... you. It's like... You, like, treated this guy like crap, so of course he's just going to go to them. I I just won't, like, it's like, uh, I I don't know what what to compare this to. It's like. uh, I don't don't think you can. I think it's unprecedented. I don't think we've ever seen it in sports. Exactly. So it's like, without any reasonable competition, why, like, that's why I'm saying it's not legitimate. It's like credit to them for building this team, you know, drafting Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Um, so you're saying it doesn't count because they're too good? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's it's literally it's it's so unfair. Because it's it's because it's just not even fun, you know. I I think uh, that's garbage. It, well, I I I don't because it's just it's just, it's so not fun. Like who are they gonna meet in the finals? The Raptors or the Bucks? Like I I love yeah. my Raptors to death, but they're they have no they stand no chance against. I think they beat the Warriors early in the season, but in the in a seven game series they have yeah. absolutely. No chance, and that it just makes it absolutely no, uh, no fun, no no competition. So that's why but I'm you're saying, still we're still gonna watch the finals. No, yeah, no, I'll still watch it and stuff. But you know that, uh, you know, it was, it was people always say, oh, I, I wait for the playoffs and the finals to watch the NBA, and that's what they said in years past because you know LeBron built this team and. Um, Cleveland, and they'd meet in the finals and stuff. And there, you know, it was kind of it was good games yeah. and stuff. You know, you had the Heat, and um, you know, they they'd meet the Spurs and stuff. But now there's literally no 
team in the NBA that can compare to the Warriors. So without uh, like any, you know, anybody that can even reasonably size them up, I just don't, it's like they don't, the thing is like they deserve it for building this team, but they don't really, they didn't earn it. They didn't work hard and earn to earn it. Oh, well, I don't know. I think before, I think each individual player has worked hard to get to this point. Oh, well, yeah. Like, to be a good player, they've worked hard and stuff. But, you know, there. I'm sure there are guys, you know, working j- just as hard on other teams. You know, that, that's not good logic right there. But I, like, yeah. You know, All I know is Warriors are going to win and I'm going to be yeah, as heck. They are but gonna we're going to still sit down on mine or your couch, order some wings, Crack open a soda <laughs> and watch the game. A barley soda, yes. Yeah. Um, you, you are correct. Um, but that's all I that, – that's my crappy rant on Yeah, NBA that's your salty hater yeah, take. Yeah, but um, that's it. But my Raptors, are they are – They are looking good, but I agree. Like, yeah. I think maybe if the Celtics so can figure it out, it'll be better. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. The Celtics are weird because they, like, they're, they're so inconsistent in, yeah. in the weirdest ways. Um, Gordon that's Hayward true. and Kyrie have beef now. Um, which is where I, I feel like it's like Kyrie's like you know, picking on the disabled kid or something yeah. because like Gordon Hayward, I, I still think of him on the Celtics um, after that huge injury. Yeah, and that was stuff. bad. Uh, but they are 29-18. Uh, fifth seed in um, the East. Uh, fourth seed is the uh, 76ers or fourth place. I shouldn't be saying seeds. Um, Pacers, number three. Yeah. Um, and All the the S- Sabonis. Um, or Sabonis isn't. No, that is Sabonis. Oh, yeah, that is Sabonis, Sabonis on the, the Pacers. 31 and 15. Uh, they're looking real good. Even though the Raptors have the best record in the East at 35 and 13, they are number two behind the yeah. Bucks at but 34. I will say that those are my leading players for MVP. They're both out of the East. Either Kawhi or Giannis. Yes. I, I know Harden's been making moves mm-hmm. and being a stud. And, you know, NBA voters are corrupt sometimes, but I say Giannis or Kawhi both have never won it and both have resurrected. You know, if Kawhi, I think Kawhi wins it if he's able to take the Raptors to the finals because, you know, they were always just on the edge. Giannis wins it just if the Bucks make it past the, get to the conference finals. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, just James Harden, he'll fall off. Yeah. I uh, James Harden has been playing out of his mind. I think he um, recently pl- had, like, Something crazy, yeah. yeah. Some, some crazy statistics that basically prove that he was a god. But um, yeah, fifth, um, fifth in the West yeah. right now. Houston isn't looking too hot at twenty. I couldn't see that coming 20. though. Back no. when he was at ASU, I knew he'd be good. Yeah, but I never thought he'd be an MVP, possible multiple multiple MVP, like considered yeah. already maybe a top five shooting guard of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I never would have thought that too. Like I, like you said, I thought he was good. I, uh, I thought he'd be a good starter, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, even though I hate him because he's an ASU Sun Devil, you got to be a little bit proud of him because uh, that's the thing. Everyone said to the Thunder, "You're gonna regret yeah, yeah. trading this guy. You should keep him." And look where they are now. Yeah. The Thunder, you three know MVPs. They had three future MVPs mm-hmm. on their team. Although I will even make the, the Thunder o- are above the Rockets right now in the standings. Yeah. I would like to point that. I out. will make the point though that I think if. All three of them stayed together. They wouldn't have been able to become MVPs, all of them. Oh, yeah. Because Kevin Durant would have been hogging all those. I think Kevin Durant would have mm-hmm. because he did get an MVP in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. But then, you know, I don't think Russ and Harden would. I don't think. But they literally would have. Be- the Thunder would have been the Warriors. Yes. And yeah. Steph Curry would have Kevin Duranted um, Golden State and l- left for Oklahoma City. 
and join well, that team. Well, I still think... I, or, you know, in an alternate universe, I yeah. think that happened, where the, all, all those players stayed, and then, you know, Boogie Cousins, the same things happen. He decides to leave, not for the Warriors, but for the Thunder, be, and then yeah. join that team, because they... Um, you know, they're just, but you know, that's a, a lot different dynamic with the shooting guard. Yeah. Um, but no, there's a lot. Not to, being Clay Thompson. There's a lot to think about there. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, we only have a few minutes left. Yeah, really interesting stuff. But uh, oh yeah, we yeah we should actually. Yeah, we, we should. Uh, yeah, we can uh, go on this day in sports yeah, history right now. Um, yeah, a little bit of a short program today, folks. But thank you all uh, for tuning in, and thank you to nobody for calling in for a second straight week. Um, my feelings are not hurt. Uh, whatsoever, but all right. On this day in sports history, um, let's see. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant in 2006 scored 81 points in a 122 to 104 Lakers victory over the Toronto Raptors. Dirty, absolutely disgusting. Uh, that's the second highest game total in NBA history, only behind Wilt Chamberlain's 100 point game in 1962. Yeah, no, I, I, I did see that actually. I think on ESPN. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, but that's awesome. You know, yeah. congratulations to the man, the myth, the legend, the Black Mamba, yeah. Kobe Bryant, the alleged sexual assaulter. <laughs> you really didn't have to bring that. I'm sorry for laughing. You really didn't have to bring that up, Eric. Come on now. Um, Anyways, we just oh, gotta yeah. state the facts. It's on his record. It is on his record. Hall of Famer, fourteen, you know, however many time All Star, however many time MVP, however many time NBA champion, alleged sexual assaulter. Yep, but not found guilty. Alleged. Um, yes, you are uh, correct there. So everyone, make sure to uh, tune in next week on Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show here on fifteen seventy AM Camp Student Radio. Also, please uh, uh, keep an eye out. Look. Um, or tune in to both the USC um, and UCLA games um, coming up. We got the Thursday game against USC um, where Arizona travels to L.A. And then also against UCLA in L.A. on Saturday at 8 p.m. We'd really appreciate um, everyone um, who is able to tune in to that. It will be a lot of fun. Eric, do you want to officially uh, close the show out? I'll, I'll give it my best shot. Thank you so much, Wildcats, for tuning in we appreciate all the love and support have a great week you know finally getting hopefully into the swing of things after mlk uh keep grinding keep grinding out and tune back in next week tuesdays six to seven on 1570 a.m or camp.arizona.edu on to brody and eric's super sports show